Welcome to Rise and Shine, raw chats with real women in Australian small business. In each candid conversation with a small business owner, we'll explore the messy back end of business with heaps of golden wisdom to help you learn, grow and live your truth. I'm your host, Rachel Green, SEO copywriter and founder of Shine Copy. Let's do it. Hit play to hear Christy Pask, small business marketing and mindset coach, chat with me on perfectionism and how it's held her back kind of felt like last year just kind of feel like I got a bit lost with like what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go and I'd kind of niched into an area that I knew and that I loved but also that I wasn't wanting to sort of stay in if that makes sense and I kind of felt like um this is probably perfectionism completely at play like I sort of put all these rules around like what I was and wasn't allowed to talk about you know what I wasn't and what I would address and I kind of found myself really stuck that I was like I want to speak about this but I'm like no because it's not like 100% relevant to like and how do I turn it around you found yourself in a position where you'd niched like you'd niched into this place but it wasn't right and it didn't fit kicking off last year in burnout basically and sort of like you know, like that transition to school kids and, you know, coming out of COVID and putting all these rules around what I was and wasn't allowed to speak about. Um, and yeah, like I, so I went into like just working with product-based businesses. And you probably remember that. That was what I was sort of had said that I was going to do. But then at the same time, I was still working with service-based businesses but then felt like I couldn't talk about it and felt like I just had to keep going down this product-based business route when I loved kind of working with both product and service um does that make sense I kind of felt like I couldn't share results I couldn't speak about things I couldn't share that I was working with these people because I was like no like I'm supposed to just be focusing on product Yes, um, it's like you put yourself in a box and then you were that's like, right. Yeah. I can't move from that and I can't talk about anything else but that. Yeah. But that's really hard to maintain if you're like, it's almost like a facade or a mask, I guess, right? right. And Yeah, it really was. And it was like a, um, like, like scared to be like vulnerable and actually like talk about what was going on in some ways. Um, that was definitely something I think as well why I kind of held back from social media. Um why yeah. was it social media in particular you had to hold back from? Because that's where you kind of because that's where you project. kind of yeah that's yeah that's right that's kind of like where you share like you know what's going on and I kind of I'm not the sort of person that can pretend that everything's okay when everything's not. It's a public persona, you know that you like you can't let anyone know what's going on. Like I can't do that. Like if I do that, it means that I'm not an expert. Like you know I need people to want to come and work with me because they see that I'm capable of this, not seeing that I'm struggling with something. I don't know. How did it feel to be in that position? Because I'm sure many of us have been there and like we always are evolving personally, professionally in all areas, even if we don't realise it, we're constantly changing and it's only until you get to a particular point and you look back and you're like, oh, it's a bit different now or oh, I've shifted a bit. Yeah. I think in some ways, like when I did realise, it was actually kind of like freeing. Um. Do you know what I mean? I was like, okay, like, you know, once I was like, no, I actually do want this. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And once I kind of admitted that and sort of allowed myself to, you know, stick my head out of the box, I was like, hang on a second. No, I am allowed to do this. And just because this is how I 
used to run my business doesn't mean I have to run my business like that going forward if I don't want to. Um, yes, we are allowed yeah. to change. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to grow. Things evolve. How does that connect to perfectionism? Did you realize, oh, I'm trying to be this perfect person that I thought I was in that way? Like Saying yes in particular to a lot of work that I actually didn't want to do because I didn't want to say no because I didn't want to upset that person. Ah, yes. That sort of stuff like that. Yeah. So taking on client work, continuing to work with people that I don't necessarily want to work with anymore. Um, But then also having that fear of like really letting them down, of them thinking poorly of me. Where do you think that comes from? Because I have had the same experience when I'm like, I don't want to be writing for those kinds of brands or at that price point anymore but people keep coming to me who I don't want to work with or who have a smaller budget and I don't want to say no because I don't want to disappoint them and I hate saying no I don't know there's such a discomfort in saying no yeah absolutely I think mine came from childhood as well um parts of it definitely did um I always remember I've got this vivid memory of when I was a kid and I was actually about to leave and go and do something. I was on the driveway and my mum said something to me about being a people pleaser and how I need to stop being a people pleaser and to stop letting people walk all over me. Um, and that was kind of like later high school, you know, when I was having a few problems with a few of the other kids who perhaps weren't so kind. Um, We've all been there. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> And just, you know, like wanting to keep the peace and, you know, doing what I needed to, to sort of make people happy, even if it didn't necessarily make me happy, it kept the peace and we would all be fine in my mind. And then I think I obviously grew up and went into the working environment and then, I don't know, maybe it was working with certain people, with certain personalities who, you know, the type of boss where if you don't do something right or if you don't do something their way they very much make it known that you didn't do it right or you didn't do it their way and so it became like a you know you i have to make them happy like i've i've got to make them happy at all costs i need to do exactly what i'm told when i'm told and i've always had a really strong work ethic um i am the person like even when in my professional career i was the one that was one of the first in the office every single day i was the last person to leave you know or i was one of the last to leave every day i put in the hours i did the work i was head down bum up um and i was that person and i think it was just i guess it was a bit of that fear of like having people unhappy with me um which yeah i didn't realize at the time was a lot of perfectionism um and then also i guess um really even at work like being scared to go for promotions and things like that because i would look at the next job up and i would think oh i can't do that like i've never done that before i don't know how to do that so i would hold back from going on to the next thing which also like is perfectionism at play that not wanting to go into that unknown And I didn't also realize at the time that I was so, I was really good at what I did because I'd been in it for so long in some of those instances. Like I was actually ready to move on 
because I knew what I was doing, but I wasn't allowing myself because I was like, no, like I, you know, it's that whole thing, you know, how they say men will apply for a job that they, you know, cannot do. Um, whereas women, you know, even if they can do only 80% of it, they still won't apply. Um, yeah. And I got really stuck in all of that. And then I think as I then went into my own business and clients would start approaching me, that was when I was, um, yeah, I was just always afraid to say no. And I think COVID actually probably even made that worse. You know, when we first went into COVID, I was working with a digital agency. I was freelancing with them. And um, in a heartbeat, we lost most of our clients. Um, we had clients in the wedding and events industry. We had, you know, personal trainers and and fitness industry people, Um everyone you know was like oh my gosh like we can't operate anymore we're going into lockdown you know we need to cancel everything we need to pause everything um and then you know within a very short time we were very lucky even with all of the other work that i did everyone really came back full force and everyone was pivoting and trying different things and marketing became such a huge focus for everyone but i think that like you know that initial loss where everything changes all the clients canceled people want to go on hold and then all of a sudden the opportunity comes back and you think i've got to take it like because i don't know what's going to happen i don't know if i say no to this person if i'm going to get another opportunities and at the same time as well, you're like, and I, like you said, I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to be rude. Um, I don't want to leave them in the lurch, um, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing as well. So it was all, I think it's funny how it, it's all like works together and it kind of circulates together and it's just. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so was there, a, was there a particular moment when you realized this is perfectionism, perfectionism and it's, messing me around and I've got to let it go. Does yeah. that particular happen? Um, I don't think that there was any major thing that necessarily, maybe it was more, I think, probably reaching burnout. Um, early, sort of early last year, it was about this time last year, like March, April last year. And I kind of realised that although I loved what I did, and I found it easy to do what I did because I loved it so much. I was working around the clock and even on the weekends, you know, checking in on emails and following things up and replying to people who had replied to me over the weekend. Um, and I kind of began to, I guess, realised I'm like, I don't have, I don't get to do a lot of things in a day that I actually really enjoy. Um because everything was kind of wrapped up in work and I think that that was probably a bit of an eye-opener for me um and I was you know picking up my son from school at three o'clock coming home and then I was trying to squeeze in like another hour hour and a half of work before dinner time kicked off um and that was really hard because he was five at the time so I've got a five and a six-year-old now so a year ago a four and a five-year-old you know they don't give you a lot of time to sit and work <laughs> after school especially there's um you know they need 42 snacks before dinner time um <laughs> so <laughs> yeah and i was i was stressed because i was trying to fit you know 60 70 hours of work into a 30 35 hour work week um and then it's sort massive. of just having yeah and then just having everything overflowing so i think there was not one particular incident it was kind of just like everything kind of just boiling under the surface and then it kind of just reached that point where I was like 
I can't keep doing this. Um, I need to say goodbye to the people that I I feel like as well, like they're not getting the best of me because I can't give them everything that they need. Like I'm, I'm doing the work, but, you know, I, I know that they deserve more and I want them to see more and I want them to have more. So they need to go and, you know, find someone else who can do that work for them. It sort of got to the point, I guess, like with all of that burnout that I was like, and I feel like so many business owners have been through this, especially coming out of COVID where you're like, do I even want to do this anymore? It would just be so much easier. And because I was working at nighttime when the kids went to bed, I was checking emails on the weekends. Like when I was working full time, you know, when I walked out of the office, I walked out of the office, I was done. Um, I didn't have access to my work email on my phone or anything. Um, I didn't have a laptop that I took home with me. So I was done. Um, so there was a part of me that was like, I just think actually working full time at this point would be easier than having my own business. And I went into this because I wanted, well, I wanted to help people with what I knew and what I have, but I also was looking for flexibility and time freedom and stuff like that. And none of that. I actually had because I was working around the clock um, trying to make everyone happy and yeah. And so what does it look like now that you're not trying to make everyone happy and that you are just focusing on the things and the clients and the work that you really do enjoy and it's like a less on your plate? Yeah, it's um, it has been a really big adjustment. I think as you know, typically speaking very generally about perfectionism, we love to feel productive. We want to feel like we're contributing. We like being busy as general. Um, so to sort of slow down a bit, sometimes I kind of am really sort of trying to adjust my mindset in that, like, if I'm not working, it doesn't mean that I'm wasting time. Like it's okay to take time off. Like we're entitled to time off. Um, but really sort of adjusting that mindset as well. Um, I have found as like one of the things that was really big for me, I guess, was like bringing in those boundaries as well. So with my private one-on-one clients, um, I had my Voxer notifications turned on. And as soon as someone would message me, I would get that Voxer beep. I would jump straight in. I would listen to their message and I would reply basically straight away because I didn't want to keep them waiting. I didn't want them to get annoyed at me. I didn't want anyone to be upset. Same thing again. Um, And then, you know, some of them would message me straight back and then I would message them back and then at the end of the day I'd be like I really didn't get a lot of the things that I needed to get done because I just spent all day on Boxer um so yeah I really had to sort of go okay like I'm going to check in two to three times a day um and sort of put boundaries around that as well on how quickly and I had already said when people started working with me I will always reply within 24 hours but no one ever had to wait more than like an hour (laughs) at the time so um like I really had to put boundaries in place that I'd never had before which is incredibly uncomfortable for me Mm -hmm. um obviously someone who you know just wanted to be you know I wanted to give everyone the best experience and the best service I want people to be happy I want them to you know feel like they come away from our interaction our relationship feeling like they really got the value out of it um yeah so I really had to put those boundaries around but it's interesting once you start putting those boundaries around and then I really started working 
you know, with clients who actually as well didn't expect that. And when you would come back to them, they're like, oh, I, I didn't expect you to come back so quickly. You know, thank you so much. And, you know, I would reply to them and then they might reply the next day. And it's just, yeah, about finding it was for me, it was that finding a new balance as well um, and allowing myself to take time off, um, knowing that if it was a day off, it's a day off. Um, and I don't have to check in because it's Sunday afternoon and no one's expecting to hear from me. Um, but it's one of those things that's such a learned behavior, I think, from people as well, especially like I'm going to say corporate clients that I work with. If you're messaging them back on a Sunday, then they just kind of be like, oh, yeah, like this is just normal and this is what we do. And I can ask her to do this on a Sunday because I know that she'll be around. Um, like training them that you'll be there and you'll answer and you'll have it before, like a week before they expect. And then they just think, oh, okay, we can move faster and faster and faster. That's when- right. Yeah. <laughs> but you're just one person. <laughs> yes. Do you think it's like, I don't know, an addiction to perfection and productivity? Or is it more yeah. a, a behaviour that you've taught yourself or that's been learned? I think it's, I think it's probably maybe both. Um, like it is, it's, that, it's a bit of a learned thing. Like I think we, we have it in us. It's not, um, it's, it's there. Like it's, some people are just so good at just creating boundaries and, you know, taking imperfect, messy action. There are so many people out there like that. And gosh, I admire them. Um, but I think, yeah, there's, it sort of seems to be in there. And then I think it kind of develops and just gets worse with certain areas. I think like perfectionism, you know, you might not be a perfectionist in every area of your life. It might be in, you know, just a couple of different areas. And then in other ways, you're absolutely not a perfectionist at all. Like you might be the sort of person that is like, well, you know, like someone in the kitchen that will just bake anything. They just don't even care. Like, I'll give that a shot. It's got 47 ingredients. I'm going to give that a go. I've never made that before, but let's just give it a second. It doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Like, that's fine. Um, but then, you know, they might be a, an extreme perfectionist in other areas of their life. You know, they struggle to get a social media post out or they struggle to do something else because they're stuck in perfectionism. But there's often an area in our lives where we're just, we're just not um so it's really interesting um and I think social media definitely makes it worse because it is that you know they say that perfectionists aren't perfect people they are people who feel shame around the fact that they're not perfect so you know when we're putting everything out there in social media for everyone to see there's you know people who are sort of like it's enigling them it's in the background you know they feel like they have to look and feel and sound a certain way they need to put forward a certain persona to be seen a certain way as an expert as you know someone who has it all together or whatever that we um I feel like it definitely makes it worse so yeah are there things you you think you would have done differently if you weren't weighed down by the need to be perfect Absolutely. I think there's a lot of things. Um, I feel that, like I definitely feel like I've come a long way. If I, so it was actually, in, it wasn't until 2020 that I actually even realized that I was a perfectionist. And I remember I would struggle um, to really sort of put myself out there. That was sort of when I had just really started my business. So I actually 
began sort of working for myself in 2015, but it was all just freelancing and contract work. It was all word of mouth. It was people that I knew from my corporate life. It was really easy to kind of just get work and, you know, I moved around the circles and it was quite easy, but then I wouldn't say easy, but, you know, it was relatively easy through sort of word of mouth and referrals and things like that. And it wasn't until 2020 that I really sort of decided that I wanted to join this online business world, I guess, and do something a little bit different. So rather than, you know, jumping in and doing that work for people, I wanted to help people in a different way. I wanted to help people on a bigger scale. Um, I wanted to help people who perhaps didn't have the budget for someone to come in and work with them full time as a marketer, um, as their marketing manager. And that was like a lot of what I was doing. Like I would step into like an eight month contract as an e-com manager for a brand or, you know, I would do two part time things at the same time. Um, But I was working like within that brand and that brand only. And I really wanted to come in because I loved working with small businesses and I could see so many people online struggling you know I just don't know where to start I don't know what to do I don't understand social media can someone help me where do I go what do I do and I was like I really want to help these people so that's why I kind of decided to join this sort of online business world as we know it but then as soon as it sort of came time for me to put my face out there and to share sharing my opinions is I find really scary I have always kind of been the sort of person that shies away from confrontation. Um, And I'm definitely the kind of person where someone's coming at me and I'm like, I don't know what to say. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, oh, I could have said this. I could have said that. I could have said this. I'm I'm the worst, the best person to argue with because I will not say anything back. I'll just stand there stunned for a minute. Um, (laughs) I'm more of a discussion person. Like, let's talk about it. Let's work it out. But if someone's, you know, heated, I just... So, um, yeah, so when it comes time to sharing my opinion, like having people disagree with me um, and, you know, those people online where you're like, you know, this is what I think, this is what I believe, um, you know, this is the way that I do it. And then having someone be like, no, that's wrong, she's wrong, you definitely shouldn't do it like that, like really kind of didn't actually happen to me, but I saw it happening. And so sharing my thoughts and ideas and opinions and things was really scary um I I definitely but now like you know three years later I definitely feel very differently about that I'm much more open to sharing all those things and I do appreciate that my opinion is my opinion um and your opinion is your opinion I'm it's it's hard because I'm the sort of person where you and I can have different opinions And I hear your opinion. I respect your opinion. That's totally fine. You know, okay, cool. Like we've got different opinions. I'm not going to argue with you about it. Um, You know, it's like having different political views and, you know, or whatever that looks like. But there's always, you know, there's someone there that like wants to say something about it. So, um, yeah, you know, I I feel like I definitely would have shared more. Um, I would have been more open. Um, I definitely think, um, you know, as we sort of, touched on before perhaps being a bit more vulnerable and a bit more open and honest with people about sort of like what was going on how I was feeling you know there are people out there like we said before who have taken imperfect messy action at every step of the way they're brilliant at it they've grown quickly they're doing incredible things and then when they're faced with someone who's like I just can't I don't know what to do I'm really stuck I don't know how to move forward but they're like you just have to do it you just have to take action and then that person's kind of like 
I, but I, I just can't. So I'm like, okay, like I get it. I totally know where you are. Let's work through it. Like let's build a runway. Let's help you get to where you want to get to. Let's take those baby steps. It's not about diving in head first. So yeah. <laughs> are there any other lessons that you would share for others who are trapped in the need to be perfect? Um, it's really interesting. I think the best thing that you can do, like I just sort of said, it's hard to take action, but taking action is the best way to get through it. Um, but it could look completely different, sort of let go of the ideals. So you might think I really want to, it could be something like, you know, I really want to start a YouTube channel, but you hate being on camera, you know, the YouTube channel could be the end goal. And you know what, let's work towards that. So right now, let's just, you know, let's just stay on Instagram and let's just share some photos. Um, and let's get used to sharing our opinion and our voice and, you know, letting people see who we are. And then we kind of build through that. Um, I think one of the big things is, you know, we see so many people online who, appear to have it together they've got you know the perfect instagram profile the perfect life they're running successful businesses um you know they've got it all sorted out their kids are perfectly dressed every day and off to school at the right time and it's so easy to compare ourselves to them um but you know when we're first even when we're first starting out you know we're at the start of the journey so you can never compare you know your point a to someone else's point K, you know, they might be further along the journey than you. Um, and comparison is definitely a big one. You know, we look at what people are doing and we think that that's what we need to do and that's where we need to be. And we think that we just need to dive in right there. But, you know, there's so much beauty at starting at the beginning and allowing yourself to learn and to grow. And it's okay. You don't have to be there right now. Um, you know, you can come back to that and you can work back to that. So, action taking action small pieces of action along the way really helps um also understanding sort of like where your triggers are and what they look like for you um like i said not everyone suffers sort of perfectionism in every area of their of their lives um you know what are the actual areas like identify it you know what what causes you to freeze like what do you feel like you just cannot do no matter you know what you try and what kind of gives you that awful sick feeling <laughs> like you just think i just can't do it you just can't get over the line um and i think identifying them to start with and understanding what those triggers are is really going to sort of help you to build that runway so the runway is like you know that small step a that second step b that's third step c that's going to get you all the way to the end goal um, but it's it's unfortunately there's just no quick fix um, you know some people need therapy and some people actually need professional help depending on where it is and how it affects their lives um, and for others it's about like being comfortable with being uncomfortable as well because unfortunately you are going to feel uncomfortable um, but you know that's that's when we grow so um yeah if you can work through that and take those small steps you are going to begin to see pro progress i look now sometimes i think i can't believe i'm still struggling with this i can't believe i'm still thinking about this or overthinking this or whatever it is 
Um, but then I look back at the person that I was three years ago and I've come such a long way. Um, but you just don't realize because it's kind of like the feeling kind of sits there because every time you reach a new level, you know, it's like they say, um, new level, same devil, you know, it's still there. It just looks a little bit different as you sort of move up and on through that journey. Excellent advice. <laughs> so where are you now? Like who do you work with now and what does your working week look like? Um, so my working week is at the moment I'm really focused on that. So I'm bringing back my podcast that is happening. So that sort of finished up last year in August. And again, I decided to sort of put that aside because I just had so many other things going on that it was just so hard to prioritize. Um, so I'm bringing back the, um, the podcast at the moment. I'm working with some incredible one-on-one -on -one clients um, and we're just working on the marketing and sort of helping them take their business to that next level. So I really focus on working with businesses in a very holistic sort of way. Um, so we look at, you know, everything from, you know, branding and design to websites and messaging and social media and you know pinterest and sort of like how that works i really love helping people find the strategies and the tactics that actually work for them um if someone comes to me and says i hate video and you will never catch me on video i'm not going to force you to start a youtube channel um you know we we all sort of have our, our zones of genius. There are things that we're doing. Like some people love writing. Um, so let's use that. Let's dive into that and let's help you find the strategy that you want um, that works for you and sort of really allows you to lean on your strengths and sort of, you know, the things that you know that you want to do but you're struggling with right now, like say video, for example. I use video as an example because so many people do struggle with it and let's work up to that but let's focus on, you know, what we can do right now as well. So I love working with those businesses that have just like, I've got no idea what to do, no idea where to start. It might just be them, you know, they just sort of need that kickstart. And then I also really love working with people who have been in business for a little while, you know, things are working, but they're ready to take things up a notch. So we really dive in there. So no two weeks look the same, which I love. Um, but I definitely, you know, I'm finding that I'm working within school hours i do keep my my eldest goes to after school care one to two days a week every now and then when i just need that extra time um but yeah and then really like weekends i switch off it's definitely a work in progress but it feels a lot better and i feel happier and i feel so much more rested and then when i come into monday i'm actually excited to get going again and to check in with my clients versus that sort of feeling of like, I haven't had a rest, I'm exhausted, here we go again. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you rest and you have a chance to switch off or you give yourself permission to switch off and to let work go, you become a better human, a better mother, a better wife, a sister yeah. who can listen, a better friend, you know, all those things so that when it does come to work time, you're better at that too. Absolutely, yeah. But that yeah. is a hard lesson to learn and you have to go through the tough stuff like you have to get to that point where you actually have that deep full understanding of of that of how you become a better person by resting absolutely yeah and at the time you just don't think it because you just think i just need to keep going i just need to do these things and get this out and 
I can rest when, you know, when I've done this and when I've done that, but things just sometimes don't end. <laughs> so you just really have to make the time to rest um, and to take care of yourself. That's true. And yeah. where can we find you online, Christy? Um, so you can find me predominantly on Instagram. Um, it's just at Christy Past. Um, my podcast will also be coming back soon, which is called Unpack This. Um, and of course, my website is just christypast.com in case um, anyone wants to know a little bit more about me. <laughs> you are so awesome. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Please leave a review and subscribe so we can spread the love to more brave, business-minded women like you. You can find me online at shinecoffee.com.au.